Yo, before we get into the show, I just want to take this chance to uh, say thank you so much for sharing Failing Forward. It's my first solo podcast of adventure, and you guys are really getting behind it, man. Thank you so much. Yo, also, today, if you're listening to this on the day it came out, which is Monday, I have a new video dropping. Actually, it's out right now. So you can go to killcray.com or go over to platformcollection.com and check it out. It's my new video for a song called Gimmicks. I produced the song and uh, directed the video. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Man, thank you guys for your support so much. It means so much. And uh, I'm going to keep trying to get better for y'all. And uh, let's, let's get into the show. God damn it. Let's start. Shit. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to this week's episode of Failing Forward. This is Hip Hop Eddie, the voice of a generation. And now your host, Kill C. Ray. Yo, man. Welcome back to another episode of Failing Forward. I appreciate y'all for tuning in because you guys are super dope about it. Um, You guys are out there sharing the show. Letting your friends know. Maybe it's just because you were already a fan of Crappy Awesome. You feel loyalty. But I promise you, I'm finding my footing. I feel like I got all the personal, like where I was at, personally, out in the last few shows. So now I'm ready to get into this. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know if you guys know... From the show, anyways. I'm over here reading text as I should be talking to you. But if you guys know, anyways, from um, Crappy Awesome, I've talked about how I look at hip hop and how I approach hip hop. And um, uh, I went to school, college for uh, sociology. Um, so that's what my background's in. And that's kind of how I uh, look at hip hop. Like, at least through that lens, um, through a sociological, psychological viewpoint. Um, Because I just think that there's so many layers in hip-hop. Hip-hop is definitely like a microcosm of the world around us today more than ever, you know, because hip-hop is the music of the world, you know. It's the most popular thing on the planet. There is nothing more popular in hip-hop it affects every part of this planet and um it's amazing to be to be able to say that and uh i want to talk to you guys about hip-hop um because man this is here's the thing man i'm in love with hip-hop again it's so crazy to me I'm, uh, I feel sorry for people who are like, man, hip-hop is in its worst days or there's no good hip-hop. Man, this, it, you know, it, I saw an interview the other day, uh, the other day with um, the artist known as Russ. Uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with him, but it seems like half the planet is. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't that up on him, but, um, the more I got to, uh, listen to him speak and hear his interviews and his music kind of got the, 
the gist of why I may not have heard of him. Um, it seems that's almost kind of like the thing with him is he kind of wears that like a badge of honor. Like he, uh, he's like a truly independent artist. I guess he just signed a deal, but he was a truly independent artist who built an enormous fan base. I'm talking like, you know, when like people hit video views, like in the millions, like this kid's like 151 million, like his latest video. Um, so he's doing those kind of numbers and, uh, and doing them in a real way because his shows are selling out. Right. And, uh, he makes good music. He's, a uh, um, he produces, he, he masters his own music. He talks about that a lot. Um, there seems to be, uh, like a cool following that he has of people who seem to be at least trying to seek some sort of enlightenment. He seems young though. He definitely seems young. He seems brash. Seems um, like he's dealing with a lot of stuff. Cause he's he's almost like a. It seems like a young Kanye, a little bit. So if, I mean, just saying that alone, I'm sure you can kind of imagine. I, I think he likes that too. So who knows? He might be trolling everybody, but he definitely seems to. Um, not necessarily come off as like the nicest person in interviews anyways. So, um, there's definitely an equal amount of people who hate him. Right. But anyways, I bring him up because, um, one of the things about him is, uh, in a lot of his interviews, he's asked, uh, cause this dude does, you know, he does big, big numbers. And so he's always, uh, asking interviewers when they say stuff like, Oh, you know, I hadn't heard of you before until recently and blah, blah, blah. And he, he definitely has a chip on his shoulder, but he does question their love for hip hop, at least from a journalistic standpoint. Um, like if you follow hip hop, how do you not know about an artist who's doing the numbers that he's doing? And, and mind you, this dude on his own is like selling out arenas where it's taking what we know, um, you know, in the mainstream, it's taking two or three mainstream artists to sell out similar venues. Uh, so he's doing those kind of numbers and he's always questioning people like, how do you not know that? You know, how do you not know about me? And um, I feel his pain, but it's, I think it's far time we start having that conversation of um, more genres and taking that serious. Arash and I on Crappy Awesome have pushed that issue for a long time, but I think it's time that I think if you care about hip hop, you want to see more genres of hip hop. And this is why, because if there's more genres, say you have a genre you like, say you're like, Yo, I love boom bap hip hop, you know, 90s era, true school hip hop. Um, and I like younger artists who like that kind of hip hop, right? Um, it'd be cool to have that all in one genre, right? And not have it, not have you have to go through a bunch of new artists to try to figure out who's doing that because um, it's hard. And people slip through the cracks. Uh, I can tell you right now, like, um, who is it? Uh, like Little Zan, right? He is, I mean, he's a phenomenon happening, right? And he's right out of Redlands, 
You know who else lives in Redlands? Curtis King. Or at least near there. Like, it's, it's the IE. He reps the IE. We've talked about, like, the IE scene for years on Crappy Awesome and covered it on Platform Collection. He slipped right under our nose. So that proves that there are uh, genres happening, whether we like it or not. Because if, if you're into a particular sound or a particular vibe or a particular feel, uh, it's very easy to think that that's the only thing going on. Or, or maybe there's only one other answer to the things you like. You know what I mean? Like there's the... You know, I hear people say all the time, I like intellectual music or music that makes me think or music that has layers. You know, I'm not into turn up music. And then they kind of just, you know, they love every, all these artists in, under that genre. And it doesn't make any sense because I can tell you firsthand, you know, uh, I'm going to play you guys some music from young artists who are comparable in age to some of the artists that are you know, you're seeing in the mainstream or leaking into the mainstream. And it's weird because I've heard, like, I've heard Little Pump be referred to as an underground artist. And that that's very weird to me as someone who covers the underground scene, or at least a portion of it. But I have to acknowledge that there's, even in the underground, there's many genres out there. And they, and they should all be respected in that we should allow them to express themselves and i say it like that because you don't have to like it this is this is one of the things that has been like the thesis of crappy awesome and at least my podcast career is uh i've been trying to reckon with and help the audience reckon with the idea that you can spend way more time looking for artist, artists that you do like or supporting the artists that you do like than paying attention and giving energy to the artists you don't like. The fact that you don't want the artists you don't like to even exist is nuts. I, I, I question the type of person you are. That's very controlling. That's a very controlling idea. I don't want them to even exist. I don't want Little Pump. I don't want Little Zan because they talk about negative issues and, um, you know, they shouldn't, they shouldn't exist. Man, if we could just snap our fingers and make that happen, well, I could tell you this. I wouldn't even be here because I remember, you know, I remember 90s hip-hop and I remember the rebellion of 90s hip-hop and I remember people talking about um, because that's the thing, like, it, it's so funny to me that we're disagreeing with each other internally within the hip hop family, but we have always been, hip hop has been the disagreement to the world, right? We're, we're the rebel music, you know? Um, and I think what we're seeing is the product of rebel music winning the war, and living under, um, uh, uh, like we're under hip hop rule. So people are relaxing. They're not necessarily fighting for the voice of hip hop. The world speaks hip hop. We're not fighting for that anymore. People are fighting for their own voices now. 
we live in an individualistic society and that's not that can't be debated man we live in this you're currently alive and dealing with the society that invented the selfie you live in the world during the time of the invention of the selfie the most egotistical thing you can do right like here's me look at me but it's also like the most basic thing you can do right but it gives you serotonin it feels good when people comment and guess what some people depending on who you are really like to see you and if you're like a working artist giving your fans what they want usually consists of the most personal things you can do and a lot of times that's like nay nothing's going on so here's my face <laughs> here's how i look right now but that's the society we live in it social currency status all these things are not new things they're just amplified now because our amplifiers are bigger that is what you are dealing with you are not dealing with an influx of bad hip-hop there has always been bad hip-hop you're ridiculous if you think there has not always been bad hip-hop we can list a ton of 90s corny bad hip-hop but i won't because i didn't listen to it that much i said that much i went to the nightclubs don't trip um so yeah man i i just think that if we are going to have a more balanced conversation in hip-hop and i mean balanced in like positive negative youth wisdom uh, not that youth is negative at all. Youth is part of us all. In fact, every one of you should be trying to grasp on every part of your youth as you can because youth is the innocence that can actually bring about change because of what ends up happening as you grow older is you get stuck in ways and traditions and systems and it's hard to get out of that. And guess what? The youth can remind you of that. So when you're seeing youth turn up, you're not seeing some like weird thing that came out of nowhere. You're seeing what the youth are reacting to right now and where they're at. So if it's alarming to you, don't try to shut their voice down. How about you give them an alternative? And I'm going to play some music today. Um, and maybe it could land on your list of alternatives for youth culture and the youth to listen to uh, and still turn up and still have fun and still deal with mistakes you make in growing up. Like we all make those mistakes. Guys, Marilyn Manson, Ozzy Osbourne, Alice Cooper, the grave diggers. No grave diggers, no Takashi 69. Do the research. You can see the direct connections. Man. It's 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 crazy. We're hip-hop, though. And in order for us to grow, we have to take care of our family. And I think one of the things we can do, especially people who are kind of like in the middle, because that's where I land, 
that most of the people in my crew kind of land in the middle. Like we're we're not the we weren't there at like the beginnings of hip hop. The newest hip hop isn't necessarily being made for me. I'm an adult man. I pay bills. I you know it's I'm not turning up on Xanax on the weekends. I I got to get up. So like. It's not for me. So I don't have an opinion except that when I look at the kids, I go, man, you guys are dealing with some some rough stuff. Things seem way faster. Things seem way more serious. Are the repercussions of those things seem very, very serious? And the reason why is because they are. Things are faster. The repercussions are more now. No, if you're older, you did not deal with the same things. You just did it. Just like your parents didn't deal with the same things that you dealt with. So, we're talking about hip-hop. We're talking about the family of hip-hop. <clears throat> and when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about what I feel like, you know, people with a little more experience in life and and those of us who are still part of the hip hop family and and understand that it is a family with all of its weird cousins and and young kids and old grandpas and it's a family man we got to kind of look out for each other or we're going to lose people and if you are a lover of what they call like the uh I said lover uh if if you're a lover of what they call like that golden era of hip hop, then you know, like two of the biggest names we lost. We don't even need to say it, but you know, Tupac, Biggie, we lost those people because there were things going on that could have been handled by the hip hop community instead of like piled on by the hip hop community. You know, we, we need to stop piling on these, these, especially these kids. Think about what you, what you were thinking when you were 16 or 17, when someone was trying to tell you to do anything and you're just trying to figure out who you are. You're at that age where you're like, man, I, I, I need to figure out who I am, except now you're doing that in front of a bunch of people, man. And, and I hear you, I, I, I hear some of these kids talk and I understand, first of all, if any of them are talking just, you know, like idiots, like some of them are, for sure, for, for sure, some of y'all kids are acting like fucking idiots, but way more acceptable for a kid to act like an idiot than an adult, so I'm saying, like, if you're an adult and you see a kid acting like an idiot, you don't then act like an idiot to address that is what I'm saying. So anyways, I'm going to play some music right now uh, as an alternative for you who maybe think like youth culture is out of control. Well, I think that there are some very creative genius level artists at that level. Um, and I'm talking like age range, 20s, earlier than that, into their teens. And... Um, I'm going to play some of those. So, yeah, I'm going to start off with Hide and Seek Zoo. Hide and Seek Zoo, I've had a chance to watch his career grow. I've seen him grow as an artist. I think he's nowhere near the pinnacle of his career at all. He's very 
young. He's, you know, he's still got a lot to learn as an artist and as a person. And I'm only saying that not because I know him, just because I know that everyone at that age has a lot to learn. No shit. And I, so that's going to be awesome to see him grow and see him um, really start dealing with his musicality. I've seen that grow. I've seen his production, his, his vision. It, and he's the real deal, by the way. That's the thing that's the most important. You don't have to guess with this kid. I'm telling you, I've seen him put in the work and he put in a ton of it. And it's good to see him starting to shine. I think he's fucking with the homies Chase Moore and Bobby Butcher right now. Because it seems like they're kind of running like a click right now. I think it's the 667 crew. I hope I say that correct. And if that's true, that's great. Bobby Butcher, who I'm going to be playing later on too, is one of those dudes who makes music that you can turn up to. And uh, he's a real MC. He can like really freestyle. He can really, he's really got bars. Uh, and there's layers to his music. It's not as simple as uh, he likes to make you guys think. There's a level of trolling, by the way, on all these artists, I kind of feel, because I I feel like they're yet to show you like how smart they really are. Because when you really talk to these, and I've had a pleasure of talking to every artist that I'm playing today, so I'm vouching for these artists. They're, they're students of real hip-hop. They, they know what real hip-hop is. But they're also... <clears throat> on the younger side and they're growing and that's what you're seeing listen to it and decide for yourself i like it i dig it but i know that a lot of it's not for me uh, i'm i'm way older than hide and seek zoo he's you know he's a very young dude so it's it is what it is and uh he's one of the artists that i can definitely vouch for shout out to hide and seek zoo shout out to stayilluminated.com as well go there right now shop with them only shop with them. Only buy everything from stayilluminated.com. Refrigerators, uh, microwaves, whatever. I'm sure Tony will sell it to you. You know what I'm saying? Go do that. Stayilluminated.com. Here's Hide and Seek Zoo. I'll be back. Hey, I don't know. 
movie is young, faded just like all the time. Bad bitches, they on my line. They just, they just want my time. Hey, they better fall in line, cause I don't need no fake bitch. Ay, I just need some free shit. Hey, yeah, he ain't gang, bruh. I don't know who he is. No. turn up to his shit man I like that shit it's a young dude growing in hip hop that's a dope thing so yeah man I, I, it's it's real interesting and man I cannot even imagine what it's gonna be like when the double uh, XL freshman shit comes out this year man but let's be honest does that list matter anymore I don't know. I don't remember the last time it was really that relevant. I think when when some of the most deserving artists like pass up the list, like they just say, nah, I'm good. <laughs> they don't even want to be on the list, which has happened. Do the research. Not trying to burn the spot. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know if it matters, but I definitely, it's definitely going to be interesting because... I think we saw a little bit of it last year, a lot of it last year. This year will be almost fully dominated by people who have these little movements that they've built nor usually online through SoundCloud or YouTube, Instagram. It's just going to be dominated by artists like that. Without a doubt. Some of them deserving in that they did put in the work. Definitely, definitely the double XL freshman class is no longer about who has the best bars. It has not been that for a long time. If you think it is that or it should be that, sorry. There's lists for that, I think. Shit, I make one with my friends every time we hang out and smoke. They're called top five lists. And my list is the only list that matters to me anyway, so I give a shit about a list. But I understand what the double XL list is, and that's who's making the most noise. And I don't even know if they're gonna be able to really pin that down. Like I gotta I gotta question like like there's people like Fora for sure. I know who have huge followings. Um, but because it's not as well documented in mainstream media yet anyways, I, I, I still feel like they're kind of late to that one. It, it's going to be interesting to see what Ford does over the next year. Because the type of music that is dominating right now isn't necessarily the music that he makes. 
and I and this is just my analysis of what's happening with Fora is he is having mainstream success a little after a time where his sound would have fit in just perfect. Now they're going to have to work at that a little bit more because where like a logic, right? Started off kind of, I mean, if you can, you know, you can make an argument that he definitely had a harder edge starting out just like Drake, you know, um, if they're going to go that route with four, uh, He's already like past his like he, he has, I mean he's got a catalog you know as an independent artist he's put in a lot of time and his sound is pretty defined right now anyways you know he makes I mean his biggest songs are love songs so there's probably always going to be a place for that on the charts but like seeing a Fora on a playlist with like a Takashi 6ix9ine or little Zan our little pump Mm, I don't see that really. So it's going to be interesting to see where he finds his foothold because he's young, but he's also making music that people a little older than him are making, if that makes sense. You know? So, yeah. Double XL list. I, I don't think it matters as much to people anymore. I feel like it's, it's just a cool, you know, conversation. Because that's all it is. It's so objective at this point. Let's be honest, and uh, and let's and and let's be real with it. Uh, things like double XL list complex, you know, like there there are conversations on these things. Like the only reason any of that stuff even happens is because there's not genres in hip hop, and that's why, like you know. Instead of maybe fighting the genre thing, Double XL could push the genre thing more and start letting people have their own lanes and letting people just do that. And when we talk about lyricists, we can really, really talk about who the greatest lyricists are. And, and, it, and it just be obvious. Like, we're not having conversations of whether Little Pump and Kendrick will ever be put into the same conversation, except for right now. Um, no, that's never going to happen. But that's the thing, too, is I think a lot of the older hip-hop fans think the younger artists should care about that more. And I don't think they do. I think just in general, as the world moves closer to understanding, like, people's energy and, I mean, you know what I'm talking about, guys. Things are happening, you know? There's enlightenment happening, for sure. The younger generation even more talks about being woke and just the fact that we can clown people for acting woke, man, that's way doper than having to clown people because they're crackheads or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no diss, by the way. I, would, I, I wouldn't clown you if you're a crackhead, but you know what I mean. It's, it's not that bad, you know? We're having arguments about who's the most positive in some cases at the same time that we have a Takashi 69 who seems to exemplify the all the negativity in 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 hip hop and all the things gone wrong in our culture but to act like those things don't actually exist is ridiculous and music 
I've said this many, many times. So you could shut off this show if you if you don't at least understand where I come from when it comes to music is I love music so much that I think there should be music for every emotion. I think it's the point of music. Every emotion should have a song. All of them. Why not? That's what that's what music is. It's it it is the um, incarnation of emotion. Right? It starts with an emotion and then boom. And the best songs are songs that grab grab like our emotional roots, you know, where we come from emotionally. So when you're seeing a bunch of kids jump up and down at a little Zan concert where they're connecting with something, to think that they're not connecting with something is ridiculous. Or to be like, oh, the thing they're connecting with is so stupid. No, it might be confusing. Yeah, um, but to belittle like that time in your their lives is... I don't know, man. I think it's counterproductive, especially if you really love hip hop and you know that these people, whether you like it or not, are going to take the mantle of hip hop forward. It'd be cool if we showed them maybe more alternatives as opposed to like, you know, just downplaying what they're doing. These are creative people, of course. So you're a creative person if you make music and you you're into hip hop. You know how you feel. You sensitive motherfucker. <laughs> so don't talk to fucking kids like that. And I'm not saying you do. I'm just saying if you do, you know, and if you don't, then try to add something to the conversation that's positive. Um, these kids will grow up. That is a certainty. What do you want them to grow up into? Because they need a lot of options. You know how you were as a kid. We need options. There's so many things. And they have a lot of options. But it'd be cool to have a lot of great options, right? So, yeah. So, what? you know, circling back to XXL, these freshman lists and shows like Everyday Struggle or, you know, it's, there's a part of me that understands the the like the necessity for somebody to cover from a journalistic standpoint the necessity to cover negative music or music that pushes negative um, imagery and um, because it exists and because it exists there should be journalists covering that because people should know about that and that's important. However, if you proclaim yourself as like a, um, a pillar of hip hop, right? Like, which I think Complex is. Complex is like a pillar of hip hop. It's, it's been a proven ground for open expression about hip hop. But do I feel like they play a big role and not at least adding to the conversation alternatives that are maybe more positive? Yeah. 
Yeah, and I know what they say. They're going to say, well, we cover whatever's like the most popping. Really, like, let's just keep it basic. They cover what the most popping thing is. And even then, they could be like, oh, well, you know, you know, there's certain things we don't like. They don't cover, like, they were late on Russ, kind of. Um, and he's super popping, but he's like the anti hero. So, I mean, whatever. I guess he's a special case, I guess. Um, but nonetheless, right? Like, if. If they just added more options, they don't have to stop covering what they're doing. But I mean, let's let's be honest, like academics goes hard, goes hard in the paint for these artists who he admittedly says won't be here next year. Then as a journalist, I understand that you're covering it because it is happening. But as someone who respects hip-hop and loves hip-hop like I know he does. Why are you openly pushing something? And and what I mean pushing, because they'll say they're not pushing, we're just covering, but you guys, having space on Complex means a lot to artists. That's just the truth. It doesn't matter what they say. That's why they get so bent out of shape when they're not on it. Because it, it it has a lot of eyes, and it's a, and it's a great way to... For people to connect with an audience that that is kind of an educated audience already on certain things. So, oh man, yeah, complex. I'm yeah, I'm disappointed in complex. I'm disappointed in them because I, I've always looked at them as you know, like a platform collection. Definitely, complex is like a inspiration, but. I like I know the artists that we cover, so I know that there are positive artists with great messages or artists that are not 100% pushing like negative shit, you know, just alternatives, but fuck it. That's what we're here for, right? Platform collection. That's what we do. We'll keep giving those alternatives. I'm going to give you another one right now. This is my homie, um, Cam Gnarly. This is a song called hydrated. He's the homie. And uh, he's out of the IE. He's uh, he works very closely with Noah James. You know they partner and uh, like partner protege type relationship. And uh, he's he's repping the order label as well. But this dude, okay, so like his whole thing, right? If he if he had a thing, if you had to say like how do you, you know how would you define this dude? He's like the most positive rapper around and he's got layers it's not super simple um but it can be in like a really cool way he he knows how to make hit songs you know he 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 i mean he had a song um you know the juice that was like really repetitive and uh super catchy and i've seen this dude bar out i know that he's really about hip-hop he loves it it's in his heart but he also likes making hit songs and, you know, hip hop has a tendency on one level to reward complexity, sometimes unnecessary, unnecessary complexity, complexity with a f- bunch of ego um, behind it. And uh, this dude is not that he is a complex artist, but he, his whole thing is about removing the ego. And 
you can turn the fuck up at his shows. He's got that kind of movement. And uh, he's a cool alter- alternative. So uh, check out my homie Cam Gnarly. Shout out to the order label. This is Hydrated. And uh, we'll be back with some news. I've I, I been getting high, staying hydrated. Focus on my highs, not my lows, baby. I be levitating by the poolside. I say meditating like the woodside. They told me that the more you do, the more you get. I told them I want more real, no more counterfeit. I know what is meant for me, ain't got a chance. I rest in where you meet your dreams halfway. You got an expensive taste and waste of place. Don't wanna see me shine, you get my lampshade. When you illuminate the truth, you boost the ego. You don't believe in ego, sweet amigo, no, no. If you see a nigga going through it, that's just God pushing me to do it. Don't take an L, learn a lesson. Trust the path, doing what I'm destined. Learn to use your light like a weapon. It can strengthen you like zinger beans. It can shield you from fugazi things and put a hole through hate like special beam. All about the zen, I'ma stay hot. Just picked up some fire, let me get my frequency to the right level. Vibrating over all the devils. Revel in my greatness for a moment. Staying positive is the make opponent. I don't really see no opponent unless I'm in a Mirror in the morning. I've been getting high, staying hydrated. Focus on my highs, not my lows, baby. I be levitating by the poolside. I say meditating like the woodside. They told me that the more you do, the more you get. I told them I want more real, no more counterfeit. Knowing what is meant for me ain't got a chase. Resting where you meet your dreams halfway. I got the glow, I got the shine, baby yeah, yeah. See, I got the glow, I got the shine, baby yeah, yeah. Illuminate the truth, bruise the egos yeah, yeah. We don't believe in egos, tween the me goes That's refreshing, right? That's the homie Cam Gnarly Talking about nothing but positivity. Positivity. And because he exists, right? Because Cam Gnarly exists, it leads me to believe that if you are in a place doing a job, and in that job you cover hip hop, like I acknowledge. That if I'm covering underground hip-hop, I have to acknowledge that like Little Xan came out of the underground. And because his corner of the underground doesn't look like mine, doesn't mean that it doesn't exist and doesn't deserve to exist. It for sure deserves to exist. Just like the Cam Gnarlies of the world deserve to exist and deserve to have the platform that a Little Xan would have. Because... If you look at the demographics of the people following the artists in the mainstream right now, I, I call it the mainstream underground, right? Because that's where really Little Xan and Little Pump and Little Peep, all these guys, um, they're from what a lot of people consider the underground. It's just, it's just more mainstream in that it has a bigger following, a bigger energy behind it. It's not necessarily uh, thought of as um, th- 
thought-provoking music all the time, right? There's a lot of turn-up to it. Uh, you guys know what I'm, I don't need to break it down for you guys. You know what I'm talking about. It, it's youth. It's youth mu- music. But there are alternatives, and the youth are doing other things than just those things. It's just that those voices aren't being pushed, and organizations like Complex could change that. Not by, like, having to go search out and find somebody with a following that is positive because they don't exist. No, 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 no. They exist. You're not covering them. And it's it's weird because um, I remember when that really, really dawned on me. Like, that was really happening. And I don't know why that's happening, you know? I'm not a conspiracy guy. I'm not like, yo... But I, I just think that there's so much going on, you know, I don't know. But see, even then I have, I have higher expectations for Complex because of what they claim to be, right? They claim to be a pillar of hip hop and they very much are. They've influenced a lot of hip hop, especially within the, like the last, you know, 10, 15 years, I believe, right? They've been around that long, at least it seems like it, but it's, it, it's an important thing. But they need to acknowledge, the voices there need to acknowledge the alternatives because these alternatives do have big followings. So that's the part that's kind of suspect. That's the part to bring it back around that I kind of agree with Russ on. Even though I don't think he delivers delivers the message in the best way, I feel like if you're really paying attention to what's going on, then obviously something... there's a big disconnect because there's positive music being made with big followings and could could have even bigger followings if given the platforms that music that has more of a negative connotation or a more of a simple basic connotation because that's the other thing. I think we're selling the youth short because a lot of the music and culture that's being highlighted is stuff that's very basic. Let's be honest. It's not that deep. You know, being emo is not deep, people. Trying to find out where those feelings come from and facing them and reckoning with them, that's deep. That's deep. Even when you win or lose at it, it's deep. Trying to face what you really are and calling yourself out for your bullshit, that's deep. And people make art like that. People make art dealing with, you know, positive, um, positive growth. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, man, it's crazy. Youth culture, man, has uh, it touched this last week in a in a crazy way. And I know people are going to say like this, you know, that's not youth culture. That's just a crazy person. But a 19 year old killed 17 young people, you know, and in a, in a couple of very hero like adults and, and, and I mean, there's so many heroes there, you know, um, this tragedy in Parkland, Florida was, uh, I don't know at this point, right? It's just, it's just continues to be sad. Can it be anything but sad? Cause it's not, it's not surprising, you know, 
that's a very sad thing. It's it's it is not surprising. There are a lot of things negative things, positive things, but there's a lot of things on the plates of these young people right now. And to ignore that is crazy. For us to not acknowledge that it is, I can, I, I openly admit, I, I did not grow up like in the easiest of situations. Uh, you know, I, I never met my dad, just like the regular hip hop story. I grew up in, in a ghetto or what people call a ghetto. You know, it's, it, I was poor most of my life. You know, I rode the bus until I, it, into my 20s. So, I get it. It, it, it. There's there's a lot. People have dealt with a lot growing up. But even me dealing with all that, I openly admit there's no way I could possibly be dealing with the amount of stuff that, a, like, you know, when I was 16, like, the amount of stuff that a 16-year-old is dealing with today, no way. It's not even close. Everything's faster. It's just logical. It, it, it always is weird to me when people try to argue struggles, you know, like they, they put struggle, like they, they face off struggles. Like I struggled more. Why are you like, why, why, why are you celebrating that you struggled more or that things were harder for you? Like that, again, it's just such a basic way of thinking because what it implies is that everybody's struggle and the way they take in struggle is the same. And that automatically makes it super basic to think that. So if we just look at, so if we like can take out the emotion of it and just look at the facts, the facts show there's hard numbers that show that the kids today are dealing with far more than 20 years ago. 15 years ago, 10 years, 10 years ago, 10 years ago. We'll say that right now, 10 years ago, they're already dealing with more. And it's, it, there's a lot of choices. Um, you know, there's people like in their thirties and, you know, <laughs> you know, past their twenties, basically that are, you know, grew up in hip hop. I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people. You know, I'm not in my 20s and it's, it's, but I remember them, you know, it wasn't like they're that long ago. So I remember how that goes. And, and I remember what I was going through then because I take the time to think about that. <laughs> you know, I take the time to, to, to see what the kids are going through today and then putting myself in that situation and trying to think of how I would have dealt with it at their age, not at this age, because that's not fair and that's ridiculous for people to throw out their opinions that are twice these kids' age. You have no idea what they're dealing with. You just think you do. I don't have enough ego to try to hold on to that idea of, like, I know more than them. I don't. I don't. They're dealing with a different world. And they will continue to deal with that world. And the thing is, like, in a little while, and yeah, I'm, I'm afraid for them, because in a little while, they're going to be asked to reckon with 
the direction of this country. And that's, that's a scary thing because this country's not in a good place. And it's been fucked up for a while by people way older than all of us. But this generation coming up is going to inherit that. And uh, it's going to be interesting because they can, you know, hopefully reach some sort of enlightenment. And like I said, I think if they had more choices, we could help them do that. And I think if you're a lover of hip hop and especially if you're in the in the world of media like I am, you know that it's super important for you to be fair and balanced. Remember that? Remember when news used to be that? When media used to be that? And if you are fair and balanced, then you you highlight the positive that has the big movements behind it, just like you highlight things that can be seen as negative. And I and you know what? I'm trying to stay objective always. Always. Because why not? Because that's, that's what you should do, by the way. Super basic to be one-sided. And um, I think that it's like, being an, an objective person, I can acknowledge that when it comes to really trying to understand like the movements behind what the kids are dealing with and like, you know, why these kids go nuts, you know, for these seemingly like, I mean, as an adult, you, I look at someone like Takashi 69 or, you know, um, XS, Extension or extension or whatever the triple X dude <laughs> they call him X. I don't call him X, I only know one X, and that's DMX. <laughs> no diss, but come on, and uh, it's already been done. So, I, I think that it's, I think when you look at those kids, and uh, I try to be objective and understand that man, those most of these kids are kids dealing with like some pain. Because people that feel good don't act like that. That's not hard to understand. Like, straight up. Kids who are happy, kids who uh, are thinking about finding balance in their life, <laughs> they don't act like that. So, yeah, that's pain. That's pain. I'm not down to kick anybody when they're in that much pain. That's Those are people, and for me, they're parts of the family of hip-hop so it might not be for me i might not promote it because uh it's not something that i listen to and that's not like what we're doing at platform collection but i acknowledge that it, it exists now and that it deserves to be a part of the conversation because that is happening and what's happening is Think about it this way. It's more documentation than anything when you really look at it this. And that's how, like, I started off telling you about, you know, my sociological background. And that's, that is kind of what you're taught. Like, there's more to these movements. The reason behind them happening is usually very primal. It's very human. So, like, the Xanax movement and, you know, Percocet and all these people using hard drugs. It's, you know, forget the names of them. Forget, you know, where they come from. It's the fact that people are dealing with pain in a way that people have dealt with pain forever. They're trying to numb it. They have better ways to numb it now. That is what you're watching. 
that is not going to go away with you shaking your finger at it and saying that it isn't shit. Because it's a real human emotion. So again, if you love hip-hop and, and you love it like I do, you know, man, I'm so in love with it. So in love with it. I love every branch of it. I, I love the fact that it exists. I love it all, man. Because it, it's... To me, it is the best documentation of the realities of the human struggle on all levels. It's uh, dealing with the ego. It deals with money. It deals with temptation. It it does it does it all, and it does it in such a literal way. Sometimes, and and right now it's super literal, right? Like you can you know exactly what the kids are talking about because it's not hard to talk about. The vocabulary seems to be way limited right now because people are more about energy which makes sense right because it seems like the whole world is more about that now than anything so like the actual content is less important to the listener right now than how it makes them feel and what the person creating that art what they actually stand for um is uh, is starting to become like a little bit more important than <laughs> their ability through skill to show what they stand for. So yeah. So right now, look at it. This is the way it goes. If you're an artist going into the music world, just understand that there is a large part. And like I said, I'm hoping that this changes. I'm hoping we can highlight people approaching it from a different standpoint. Because I think if you approach it from a positive way, you're going to take a different route just naturally. But right now, it's more about vibe, right? So like vibe, message, and then the content of that message. You know what I mean? Like people are more about how does this make me feel? What's the overall message that we can all grip onto? What revolution? What um, let's think of all the ones that we've had over the years. Revolution, uh, you know, Black Power, Mexican Power, you know, uh, Irish, you know, uh, you know. We've had you know the race thing. We've had people, you know, in the South, you know, be about the bling, you know, bling bling. You know, we've we've had. Uh, you know, people repping the street. Like, that's that's the thing, man. Like, as an adult, as an educated adult, I have to share this with you. And, I, and I'm coming from the most honest place I can. It's very hard for me to look at the kids and go, wow, they're representing, like, this emo drug culture that means shit. And then look at, parts of hip-hop that I really love where the artists were representing like blocks and streets because I know and, and say that one is better than the other because I know as a minority who has watched minorities kill other minorities that the streets and the blocks and all that at the essence of all that it's bullshit it's bullshit it is. We, 
any movement that can be leveled by construction is not a real movement. If you can come in and wipe out a whole block with tractors and then that gang's over because that block is gone, that wasn't that important. It wasn't. People grow out of that. Just like I hope that these kids will grow out of, you know, some of the gang culture that's going on today in music. It's ridiculous. But if you were part of that at one time and you grew up, you understand that it's 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 as ridiculous as anything that kids can think of doing. Think about that. Think about a gang and like a young 16-year-old gang member that's active. That is as ridiculous. Think about that. That's like could be a kid out there at 16 with a gun looking for someone to kill over a block or a color or a crew. That is as ridiculous. That's so ridiculous. It's, that should be seen as cartoonish, but it's not. <sighs> it's not because it's such a reality. But it's still ridiculous that we've created a world where that's possible. That nobody just grabs those kids and says, fuck, motherfucker, you might just need a hug. You might need to look at some alternatives. You know? Shit. Man. My biggest condolences to the families of the 17 people that lost their lives in Parkland, Florida. I hope that in some way we address what I feel is the root of these things happening. And, um, and it really just comes down to Again, something very basic. How we treat each other. So when you hear me passionate about defending all the branches of hip-hop, because I do, I defend them openly. All the branches of hip-hop, they all deserve to exist. Yes, music about everything deserves to exist. The reason I defend that so much and with so much passion is because for me, it just comes down to something very basic. We need to treat each other better. So when I see my little brother acting out, do I do I understand when people are like, man, you just need to go over there and give your little brother a little ass kicking and he'll get right on. I get that. Yeah, I get, I get that. That's how most of us were treated. This is probably not the best way to do that, though. Probably shouldn't treat other human beings like that. You should, you should probably not try to force your opinions and ideas on other human beings, especially forceful. I think we can, as intelligent, intelligent people, know that that's not, that's not acceptable. So that's why it's important. To me, that's why it's important that we try to understand each other in hip-hop. And I feel... My prediction is that 2018, we're going to erase a lot of that, you know, ageism, you know, ageism going up and down, by the way, youth and, you know, older cats. I think it needs to get erased because we have to understand the branches of hip hop 
are going to continue to grow. We need to get this shit under control right now. And they, in places like Complex, y'all could help. Double XL, you can help. There are other movements. Stop being lazy as fuck. There are other movements out there that are making a lot of noise. You just need to go find them. And it's your job to find them if you're covering hip-hop. Because I found some shit. And I cover underground hip-hop. And I'm just about the alternatives. I hope that you are too. Yo, here's the homie Bobby Butcher. I'll be back to talk about him in a minute.
the homie Bobby Butcher. Not only does he have his own movement going, but he's also part of the On A High Note crew. <clears throat> you know, Xer, Self Provoked, The Wino, to mention a few. But he's one, been one of those artists that, again, Bobby's one of those dudes. You First of all, you may have known him in a past life as Severe the MC. Uh... But he's gone through transitions and changes and evolutions and growth. And I like highlighting a dude like that because he already has like a catalog. He has a great following and, it, and it's building even more now. Um, but he doesn't get the blog love. You know, he, not like he should. He's uh, he's recently hooked up with, well, not recent, you know, they've been working together for a while, him and Chase Moore. Chase Moore, an excellent MC himself, a phenomenal producer. It's crazy the amount of energy coming out of that that camp. Like, I, I, I believe it's 667. I might be, or it might be 677. I think it's 667. And uh, they hide and seek zoos over there as well. There's so much energy coming out of there. Um, but the thing about Bobby is he's been one of those artists that has, and I'm not going to say fearlessly because I know dude is, you know, I know him. He's, he's a deep thinker. He's one of those guys who has tons of layers to him. You know, I know him as much as I, I can know him, you know, from conversations and just watching his career grow and watching his consistency. He, he has consistency consistency in doing the things that he says he's going to do and he um and the reason i say he jumps into i was going to say he jumps into things um fearlessly but no i i, I know he deals with you know what you know what are people going to think you know i've had these conversations with him and uh you know because growing again he's been one of these artists who's grown in front of an audience <laughs> He's grown up in front of an audience and uh, he's got, you know, his evolution into um, a young man and in, in, in manhood in general and dealing with all the stuff that comes with that. You know, we've been able to see that and you can see it in his music. And he's one of those guys who's jumped into change almost seemingly fearlessly like he'll just jump into whatever his next evolution is and uh and he goes at it he's all in and you can't not respect that like it's he's all in he's about what he's he's talking about and uh whether you agree with it or you don't you you have to respect the hustle and just from a an artist standpoint, the ability to consistently evolve, man, if you're an artist in any way, you understand what comes with evolution. So to watch somebody do it and be successful at it is super dope. That's it. It's an inspiring thing to watch uh, Bobby Butcher grow. Hope him and his camp do amazing. Shout out to on a high note. We're, we're actually ending the show on a high note with uh, the dude 
that let's be honest man if you followed crappy awesome if you followed the cypher effect if you followed you know tons of different things and uh we've been able to watch him grow and really really start to capture his own voice as an artist um because here's the thing when it comes to self-provoked he's one of those artists who <clears throat> may be rapping over different tempos and playing um Again, with his musicality, he, he's he's experimenting more with the um, the setting, you know, like the shit that's around him, because he's a, a young dude growing up, and um, and he's continuing to grow. He's not well, he's he's one of those artists that's just never going to stop growing. So his only challenge, right, is to get comfortable with constant evolution, and it seems like he's finally doing that. And he's putting out some of the best music he's he's ever put out. But he's one of those guys that when I look at him and I look at the movement behind him and his fan base and the numbers, because he's posting up great numbers. Um, why the hell is he not being covered more by these bigger blogs like Complex or Double XL who claim to be. You know, keeping an eye and having a finger on the pulse of hip hop. I at least I think, right? Like that's how I I've always known. I mean, Double XL, good lord, that's talk about you know just a a history of you know. I mean, they're a huge chapter in hip hop. Contributed so much. So why not like? have an expectation that they cover more than what they're covering now because that's not all that's going on. And self-provoked couldn't be a better example of that. He's obviously built this thing behind him and it's moving forward and it continues to grow and his fans love him and he has a real connection with his fans. And uh, he's evolving and even his palette for... for different types of beats and sounds behind you know his lyrics because i mean he's a guy who who has always focused on lyrics and uh he's finding new ways to maybe find the simplicity in lyrics sometimes too and seeing the necessity in that and that's really dope that's really dope because we all already know this is not again he's this dude's I will vouch for this dude if you don't know this dude, but you trust me or trust the voice that we have here at Crappy Awesome. He's put in the work. There, It is undeniable he's put in the work. And he's a true MC. He really does bar out. He has the ability to do everything a great MC does. And right now he's at a part, he's at a place in his life where it seems like he's really, um, just really growing again and it's crazy because i i spoke openly about this uh on crappy awesome i was worried about self-provoked for a second i didn't know what was next you know because i didn't see the experimentation in his music for a minute i feel like that's fair to say i didn't i didn't see it it, it seemed like it stayed consistent with sound for a while and then as of recent it seems like his creativity, his, you know, the 
the way he's writing beats, you know, the, the beats that he's choosing, everything. It just, it's obvious that there's growth there. And to me, when you see that kind of growth, you have to respect the brain behind that kind of growth because that takes thought, it takes effort. You see what I'm saying? So, I think that self-provoked is a good way to end this show because, you know, <clears throat> we're talking about the alternatives to what people are covering in the mainstream, in the hip-hop mainstream. That's better, right? In the hip-hop mainstream, I, I feel like they need to do a better job. They've always needed to do a better job, but now more than ever because the youth is being affected and the youth needs to see that there's alternatives and that there's people just like them doing different shit. That seems fair, right? I, I think that's all I'm saying. I, I think I took, you know, over an hour to basically just tell you that. But who knows? Maybe you discovered some new music or maybe you have a different way of looking at this. But conversation will continue. Trust me. Um, we're going to have a bunch of guests coming up. Uh, this next show, we have a guest. I don't want to say who it is yet because I'm not sure it's between two people right now. But uh, we're going to have some guests coming up um, in the next few shows to kind of help us break down some of this hip-hop stuff, man. I, like I said, man, I'm so in love with hip-hop. I'm just so in love with it right now. I felt like the love was going away for a minute and, and, and it's back. Man. Things are good. Things are good. The conversations are happening, people. This shit's going to work itself out. I promise. Yo. I'll catch you guys next time. This is Failing Forward. Go over to stayilluminated.com. They support this show. Type in Crappy Awesome at checkout for free shipping anywhere in the multiverse yeah except planet x because we don't go there we don't play that shit <clears throat> you know what i'm saying you don't know what i'm saying but we'll see you guys next time thank you guys again for supporting like i said i got a new video out right now go check it out shout out to uh tumex juke the first uh parker man for coming out in the video that was super dope uh, I, I tweeted the other day that I have something in common like very definitive in common with all three of those dudes Duke the first is my fresh date brother um, he's in the fresh date the newest member of the fresh date shout out to him um, but that dude is uh, one of those guys who can get behind big ideas and sees like a vision like he's one of those dudes I can break down a vision to and He's just with it. You know what I mean? And uh, I got that same shit. I'm, I'm, I'm in on it. When I see the vision, I'm in on it. I, 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 can, I can understand it. <clears throat> and that's really dope. And uh, with Parker, Parker is one of those dudes who's really about doing things in the most honest way. And that's a very rare thing. So shout out to Parker. I like to think that I, I, I think the same way. <clears throat> I like to do things in the most honest way. And uh, if 
if I can spread some extra love on top of that, I'll do that. And I know Parker does that too. And then there's Tumex, who's one of those guys who loves hip hop, but not like, not like in the simple way. He loves it in this complex way where it's sometimes a thing that's like gut gut wrenching, and then sometimes it's a it's a thing of like ecstasy. But he refuses to turn his back on it, no matter what, no matter what. He refuses to turn his back on it, and and that's how I feel, you know. No matter what the message is, just know that it's always coming from a place. Um. That loves hip hop, and uh, man, it's a good time to be alive in hip hop. We'll see you guys next time, man. This is self provoked, and this is a song called "Stroke Me." <laughs> it's really called "Stroke Me," but man, this is a uh, the video is super dope. Um, this was um, to me, at least for me, is like kind of when my ear turned on to like, man, he, the, you know. The evolution of uh, SP is happening right now, and that's really dope. And uh, I think this dude—I mean, at a certain point, it doesn't matter what you think about self-provoked. The numbers are there, the fan base is there, the real connection is there. When the fuck are these blogs? You know what? Don't even get me started. Alternatives, people. We need them. And hip-hop will save the world. I'll see you next time. Family forward. Cabernet open bottle to the face. She put on makeup, but I make her wash her face. She asked me what I want from her. I want some face. She got romance. She just don't know how to behave. Motherfucker, I stay acting like I don't know who you are. I don't need no conversation. We are Not on my wall, no celebrities involved Speaking code, we cannot talk